Tonight's episode of the BS Podcast and the Ringer Podcast Network brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Finding key players for your team can be challenging. The Chiefs were challenged tonight. No Pat Mahomes. They still found Matt Moore. It's amazing they didn't use ZipRecruiter to find him. Four out of the five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, SeatGeek, the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more. I've been using SeatGeek a lot lately, actually, looking for Lakers tickets and Clippers tickets because both my daughter and my son have decided that they want to go to a Laker game. My daughter's dating a Laker fan. I've been trying not to tell anybody, but uh, guess where I would go to buy Laker tickets? SeatGeek, $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event. All you have to do is use promo code BS, download the SeatGeek app, or go right to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by the ringer.com, the ringer podcast network where the rewatchables is coming back on Halloween. We did the shining. It's almost two hours long. We taped it on Friday. Can't wait for you to listen to it. Subscribe to the rewatchables right now. Also did something for state farm tonight at my house with Ryan Rosillo. You can hear him talk about it tomorrow on the Ryan Rosillo podcast with Chris long, and you can listen to the ringer NFL show as well. If you did not hear enough football talk this week. Coming up, the cuz talking about week eight and what's going to happen in week nine. And guess what? We made some more bad bets. Yeah, I know. In other words, it was another Sunday. That's all coming up first. Our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, fresh from a dramatic takeover of Brooklyn, where how many jobs did you do from Brooklyn? Five, four? <laughs> I did a lot. I picked up a sanitation uh, job along the way. Yeah, that was I was running around a lot. What was the highlight from Brooklyn? Uh, I can't even think. Let me think about it. The highlight was Brad wasn't invited this year, and so uh, we, could, we could all be a little calm. But um, Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy was great. Did you see him? Yeah. He, was, he was good. He got me excited about uh, hosting SNL. He told some stories. Being said, from Brooklyn, I think in front of the big crowd, he was, uh, you know, he was he was looser and uh, did, did like an interview we hadn't seen in a few years, right? Yeah, he said he was going to bring back some of his famous uh, SNL characters when he hosts SNL. I hope so. I hope he does Gumby and uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood and all those characters. That'll be fun, right? It would be funny if he brought back the ones that didn't work. Just <laughs> yeah. all like the, the one sketch failures. Right, right, right. Definitely. Yeah, it seemed like a fun week, though. I also like when Jimmy posts the Instagram photos of everybody just chowing down on free food that he got. <laughs> oh, I feel I don't tradition. think I've ever felt worse, honestly. Like I, I was on the pizza slice diet, and then we got Chinese food because you have to go to uh, you have to go to Chinatown just over the bridge, and I, I feel like absolute crap. Plus ten pounds. I don't know. I need to cleanse. I need to do a clean. You, you know all about these cleanses, right? What should I do? I think we should go do colonics. Mm. 
What do you think? I actually I'll- need one after betting on the Panthers today, and they gave up 51 points. So that that was almost like having a colonic. I actually want to. I feel responsible. I might pick up half that bet for you because I feel like I scared you into an underdog or two there today. No, I I wanted to bet the Panthers. You did. I mean, but- I felt I, I saw all those mid range underdogs like uh, or or favorites like four to eight points. Seattle, uh, San Francisco. Who else? Um, well. There were so many, and they all won, Houston, but didn't cover except for the Panthers, right? Houston, the Packers. There right. was a bunch of teams in that range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bet we did on million dollar picks. We did Detroit, teased with the Colts. No business winning it. It's just an absolutely absurd victory that I would take no credit for. The Detroit side was fine. You should have won that three times over. Yeah, but- that's fine. But the Colts, it was an embarrassing win. I've never been more happy and embarrassed to take a win. Well, I didn't one. want to say anything. I was on the up opposite side. I took Denver money line. I oh, have man. to I have to be done taking that team. And they were leading or tied for what, 85, 90% of the game. And then just blew it down the stretch. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, how many times you see a third and five play? You have the Colts, right? You're betting the Colts. Third and five, right around two minutes. Colts are going to have no timeouts. You want them to run right up the middle, right? You, you don't want if, – if, if Flacco dropped back to pass as bad as Flacco is, you'd be like, uh-oh, this kind of yeah. sucks for me right right now, right? Yeah. And he complained after the game. He's like, I wish we were a little more aggressive. And I, I guarantee their answer was – I wish our quarterback wasn't Joe Flacco. We would be more aggressive, you know? Yeah, I mean, in their defense, like 20 <laughs> minutes earlier, they were working at his neck on the sidelines. Right. Yeah, exactly. 20 for 32. A buck 74 is not not going to get it done anymore, I don't think. It was an amazing Colts cover, and yet another testament to the Ewing Theory season that they are enjoying, where they had to have at least 11 or 12 penalties. And penalties that just weren't the typical penalties, like they were... We have a drive going, uh-oh, there's a holding. Now it's first and 20. Um, we've now stopped them on third down. Nope, actually, there's a penalty. The drive has been extended. We've stopped them. Now it's fourth down. Nope, we're going to actually commit a penalty during the field goal try. Now take the ball back. You get four more cracks at it. Right. It was just all stuff like that the whole game. And it just seemed like one of those games where it was actually you're watching it going, wow, I know, I know this game isn't fixed, but if – this, if there was a game that was fixed, this would feel like the game. Yeah. And then it all leads to Jacoby coming out of his own end zone. That was great. Seeming like he was going to step on the line mm-hmm. that one time for a safety. That would have been terrible. But then the other time, the the uh, finding T.Y. And then uh, they had the drive extended. Horse collar play. Yeah, the horse collar play. There was another play in the fourth quarter where they had a drive extended by, uh, by a pass interference overturn. Mm-hmm. Which have you seen a successful pass interference overturn? I I've, I've heard that they it, it has taken place, but I've not yet seen one. Well, it happened in that Colts game, and oh. then they finally get into striking range of Vinatieri. There, you know, it would have been like a fifty yarder, fifty one yarder. Mm-hmm. But they had it was first down, and they had like a minute and a half left. Right, and they just just botch it and end up like basically just staying in the same spot and wasting all the time. And it seemed like a classic, oh my God, this is the perfect way for the game that's not fixed, but feels like it was fixed to end where he misses Mm -hmm. the 51 yarder after he already missed the PAT. But no, they win. And now they're five and two in the AFC South. This was one of our big picks. 
I think I was more into it than you were, but yeah, we, you liked it more. Colts yeah. seven and a half, but then also Colts four to one and win the AFC South. Now they have a game lead over Houston. Houston pulled one out today, but Houston also lost JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I actually think we might have trouble getting the six AFC playoff team. So, oh really? Yeah, I, I, I don't love that division. I think they all won today, right? Tennessee, Jacksonville, Houston, uh, and the Colts all won, and I, I still think it's as as mediocre as ever. I don't know. None of those teams really interest me. Maybe Jacksonville, but you're all over the Colts. But w- one more thing, though, I will say, without with running out the clock in Denver, and they had the game in hand, but I think the psychology has to change. There are so many more penalties these days than there were 10 years ago, than there were 20 or 25 years ago. And those penalties come in like defensive holding or pass interference. Send Flacco back to pass on third down because – if you're giving up the ball, that same applies when the Colts have it. Right. There's more defensive penalties, you know, pass interference, all that, holding, everything that you just talked about that extended the drive. I think you have to be more aggressive in uh, this day. I don't know. I, I, Fangio, it's interesting because I pointed out earlier, like, John Elway's a comeback kid. He wins all the close games, and Vic Fangio seems direct opposite of that. He's the, he's the he's the die suddenly kid. Yeah, right. He's a go away kid. <laughs> go away kid. <laughs> Can you guess how many above five hundred AFC teams there are right now? Um, is it uh, five, six? Is it six? Okay. New England's eight and zero. Indy's five and two. Baltimore's five and two. Buffalo is five and two, and it is mm-hmm. a soft five and two. Right. KC five and three, Houston five and three, and then we have Jacksonville and Tennessee at four and four, and Oakland at three and four, and then amazingly the Chargers at three and five, dying to be crossed off, and I just can't cross them off yet. Can you? I guess not yet because that division is so, and that's what I tell my Chief fan friends that, hey, don't worry, you're in the worst of it. Like the Raiders aren't nine and seven is going to take it. Like last year, twelve and four plus a tiebreaker took it, but. Nine and seven takes it. And I think you need to start worrying about this because a healthy Mahomes at nine and seven, they win the four or five matchup. Oh, and then that's your, that's your first game. You're such a jerk. Now I have well, to think about this. I'm sorry. That's a reality right now. Not going to get a three seed at nine and seven. Well, wait a second. Oh, yeah. So they win the division, but they're the four seed. Right. But then they would play the, the top wild card. I'm not against that. No, no. Unfortunately, we don't have a top wild card. If we did, it would be exciting. (laughs) There might not be any wild cards this year. No, I'm just saying that could be your first game. Well, if you had to pick. All right. So let's say we're halfway through here. I think New England, the Colts, the Ravens, the Chiefs are all playoff teams. Mm -hmm. So now I'm giving you Bills, Texans, Jaguars, Titans, Raiders, Chargers. We have to find two playoff teams out of that group. The Bills still yeah. might make it. Who might still make it? The Buffalo Bills. And if you I watch think they them, will because their schedule will be lame, right, down the stretch. So what will they need? Nine wins? They'll need four more wins probably? Well, my question is, could eight and eight make the playoffs this year? Oh, I actually think it could. Bills they, versus home versus Washington at Miami. Ooh, that's... Versus the, the, like, versus the Jets. Those are three wins, probably. Yeah, but like Washington could absolutely beat them. Yeah. Their yeah, defense sure. could give Buffalo a lot of problems. I Buffalo, that game was sitting there for them. 7-3. Didn't seem like the Eagles were going to be able to do anything. And then Allen fumbled on his own 20. 
Right. The Eagles got some momentum and all of a sudden they were off. And Buffalo certainly is not a team that can play from behind. Doug Peterson scored to go up 9-7 and then went for the two point to make it 11-7. I think yeah. he made a bet with somebody before the game. <laughs> it's like, what's the weirdest score we could have in this game? The guy's like, I don't know, 11-7. Doug Peterson's right. like, done. I didn't I'm going to make either. this happen. I didn't get that. But he ran the ball and they went back to like Eagles football. I think they had like 218 yards rushing between Howard and Sanders and a couple others. But honestly, if you step back before the game, did anyone really think the Bills were better than the Eagles? Like in a balls out game like this for the Eagles? I didn't think well, so. Well, I, I'm ashamed to admit that I actually picked the Bills minus two. Did you? And put and put 200K in them a million dollar picks for this reason. It's a lot of money. I uh, I thought their defense would just be able to, bad weather. Once I saw the weather was bad, I was like, this is great. 30 degree weather. This is just going to be like an ugly defensive running game. This is great. Yeah. I don't think the Eagles can win a game like this. And they actually did. Yeah. We get we got beat by the weather last week with the 49ers. We didn't know, like, you know, it took them forever to get going. And we, we uh, so now we're looking uh, intently at the weather report. And it just, but. You know, the Bills are going to score 20 points or fewer 14 out of 16 games, right? Isn't that the starting point? Their if offense is bad. opposing team, when you just say, hey, let's get 21. Let's just do it. Well, I look at Singletary for them the same way I was looking at David Montgomery all those weeks for Chicago, mm -hmm. where it's like, just play this guy. What are you guys doing? Yeah. And then he was actually really good today when they finally unleashed him. And I do think Singletary, I would like to see him get the ball more and at least you know, try to do something, but let's talk about, uh, just quickly Denver. I think, I think you've lost on them five times in eight weeks by my I calculations. So. Is that right? No, it's gotta be more than that, but yeah, all right, I'll say five. All the money that I've won on the Colts this season, <laughs> you've, you've lost the opposite on Denver. You should have lost on the Colts today. I should have. I had, I freely admit it. I, I, can you finally quit the Broncos? Can you can you write them a breakup letter right now? I guess. Do they Dear have a, Denver. a bye, for God's sakes? Do they have it already? What do they have? No, they're two I can be six. done with them, but they play another miserable team, the Browns, this week. So I might give it one more week. Dear Denver, <laughs> it's not you, it's me. No, actually, it is you. I hate you. <laughs> I'm done betting on you. Love, Sal. Oh, there's no love. No love, no love lost. I have a, I have a beef. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get beefy right now. I'm I feel like we've hit some tipping point with challenges in all sports, not just not just football. Like I, we were watching I saw your thing with the basketball challenge, yeah. Yeah, and guess what? That challenge was actually into, it was basically the right call, but Portland Dallas gets an offensive rebound, the guy gets stripped by lowered, they call a foul. There's eight seconds left. Uh Portland challenges it. Game stops. It's a pretty exciting game. There's already enough stoppages in crunch time in basketball. Game stops. They review it. They decide, yeah, actually, he didn't foul him. Let's have a jump ball at midcourt. Mm -hmm. Jump ball at midcourt. Portland wins it. Portland ends up winning the game. It's like, is this where we want to be with competition? Like, do, should we have referees anymore? You watch the football today. Everything's being challenged. Yeah. Freddie Kitchens. Seems to think like his his pass interference challenges are like vouchers at a friendlies where he's like, hey, I have a voucher for a $5 milkshake. He doesn't Friendly. seem to realize they it. cost timeouts. But these challenges, it, I just feel like we're watching now challenges instead of action. And it's well, like- Well, I'll say this, and I'll use your point to make mine. 
I, basketball, maybe there's no place for it. I, I didn't catch the one today, and I didn't have to sit through it, so I don't, I don't know. But football, poor decisions and like challenges, but more poor decisions by out-of-shape coaches has been endlessly entertaining for many, many years, right? Whether it's Andy Reid or Freddie Kitchens, this who I like true. to call uh, Hugh Part 2. I, I love it. I love it. I mean, how, who, who the hell did he think he was thinking challenging that pass interference on a pick play against the Patriots in Belichick's backyard? It just wasn't going to happen. And I just love it. I love the, the, the them showing his face afterwards. So, so you kinda, love the you know. love the com- you think the comedy trumps just the the continuous game action and the thrill of watching multiple plays in a row. I do because the action is on my side of the TV where I'm screaming and laughter at these guys or or pissed off, you know, depending on which where my money is. You know what I mean? We watched Browns Pats today, me, Rosillo and Kyle. Yeah. And that pick play happens. They call pass interference and Rosillo goes, Freddie's going to challenge this. And Kyle <laughs> and I started laughing and he's like, no, I'm serious. I bet he challenges this. <laughs> they show the replay. It's an obvious pick play. And then the play is about to start. And there it was, the red flag in the field. And we started dying. We thought it was like the funniest thing. Right, that was the I'm worst challenge about. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he went against Romo, too, who's like kind of right about everything. He's like, well, they're not going to challenge this, so it'll be second down. Or something. You're like, oh, no, <laughs> he is challenging it. And Nance, Nance, who's like, you know, his part of his shtick is he's the nicest guy of all time. Mm-hmm. He could barely contain himself with Freddie today. Yeah. He was like, well, I don't know about that, Tony. He, which which for Jim Nance to say that is basically like him saying, I think this guy should be drawn and quartered. <laughs> By the way, it wasn't only that. It was the rule itself. And maybe this is like, this. maybe this is the tipping point right here. Nance was downright like angry. He's like, well, we know it's, it's stupid. We know it's stupid to challenge almost any pass interference play right now. We know this is how it is. So I don't know why everyone's doing it. It was very strange. Like he was annoyed with everything. Well, Last year, Crown Royal launched the first off-the-field water break to encourage fans of the game to moderate and hydrate to stay in the game. Whether you're watching the stadium, watching home or in a bar, have a great time, enjoy some Crown. Don't be that person that ruins it for everyone. Make the right call. Take a water break. So who made the right call this week? Not Freddie Kitchens. Boy, is he bad. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, that Browns team, they, they had three turnovers, including... It seemed like a design play for Mayfield just to throw the ball to a Patriots defensive lineman. I think that was what the play was called. That was great. And what a clown show. Three in a row. Freddie lost two challenges. He had, what do you think, 70 dumb looks on his face during the game? Oh, yeah. At various points. They had like a 10-man on the field. Tom Curran tweeted a great picture of the two sidelines, the Patriots sideline, the Browns sideline, which I thought was hilarious. They have the Mm -hmm. rule that... Players can only be so close to the yellow line. There's litter everywhere, beer yeah. bottles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked like Skid Row on the brown side. <laughs> and on the Pat side, it's just perfectly organized. Everybody, it's almost like they were organized by, you know, a party planner. It was like a German militia. It uh, really was. Lined up on the side, yeah. So, well, I'm not insulted by that. But, uh, <laughs> but man, he man, that team's a mess. I have no idea if that team's good. Like, if they had a good coach, would that team... Actually be good? I don't know, because I'll tell you, when Baker runs the RPO, it's pretty scary. Yeah. With Chubb, who, you know, Russell and I were arguing, we did a State Farm thing after the game about the five best running backs. And I was like, I think that Chubb's one of the five scariest running backs. When he gets the ball, I just assume he's going to run for 80 yards every time. He's terrifying. 
I think you're right, but it's hard for them to be anything but down 10 points in the second quarter with all these penalties. And that's what I looked at. I was like, all right, maybe they don't cover 12, which they ended up covering the Patriots. But they sure as hell weren't going to go into – I don't know why that that line was going down. It went from like 12 to 10 and a half and bounced around. It's like, well, who's betting? Why? Because the Patriots on a short week? It didn't make any sense to me. Belichick is going to notch his 300th win against his old team. Yeah. This is the most undisciplined team in the league. They lead in penalties. And, uh, you know, they don't protect Baker. Like, what, what more do you have to see from, from them? And then three turnovers in a row, and they really were just never in it after that. I well, think the weather play. the yeah. weather freaked people out, too. Freddie had another uh, another uh, not-so-great call. They're down 17. There's two and a half minutes left, whatever. The only people watching are wondering if the, Bears are, if the Browns mm-hmm. are going to cover or not. Fourth and six. They're on, like, the 27. Freddie sends in the field goal team. Yeah, right. Because... You know, it's totally realistic. You you take the field goal here and then you get the two onside kicks and the two touchdowns and you're back in it. Right. Over like, yeah, the fourth and six. Because there's no way in this scenario that there's going to be another fourth and six or another hard pass yeah. play to convert. Freddie's like, bring him out. Let's bring out our field goal kicker in bad weather. He made it. But man, that guy's a mess. Crown yeah. Royal reminds everyone this football season to take a water break and moderate to stay in the game, I wish. Uh, I wish. Freddie Hold on, I got one break. too. Oh, you have one. Go ahead. Uh, you ever hear of a guy named Drew Brees? Yeah, scared for his life, scared for his career. He did not want Teddy Bridgewater to have win number six, especially going into the bye. He doesn't want to hear two weeks about oh, Teddy Bridgewater. Two gloves is better than Brees. Who knows if Brees should come back? We all saw it. We all remember it with Dak Prescott and uh, and Tony Romo, and Romo wasn't forty years old at the time. So Breeze is like, ready or not, here I come, 373, three touchdowns and interception, blow out the Cardinals, 31-9, defense did its job again, so you know, probably would have been close if Bridgewater played either, but now now there's no doubt, Drew Breeze is a quarterback. Good call by you. Sal, I knew I liked you. That's a great point. I'm jealous of it. He looked at the schedule. He said, Mm -hmm. who are we playing? Arizona. Hey, I'm good to go. Yep. You're right. He didn't want to deal with a six-game Teddy Bridgewater winning streak. Right. I didn't understand why he came back, but now you just crystallize it for there us. There you go. Anyway, thanks to Crown Royal. Uh, any other things that jumped out at you? Oh, I, I forgot to throw this at you. Um, The Patriots Fantasy D. Mm-hmm. I looked this up over the course of this century. How many defenses do you think had 200 fantasy points? This century? This century, 21st century. How Dude, many uh, uh, How many defenses got to 200 fantasy points? They have 200 right now? No, they have 174 right now. All right, zero. I'm going to say zero. Yeah, right. Yeah, nobody's even gotten over 190. They have 174 right now with half the season to go. This is the most dominant performance I could remember by any fantasy anything since what? Uh, LaDainian Tomlinson? I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, well, what Mah- they show Mahomes? One stat, I guess Cleveland screwed it up by scoring uh, later, but four touchdowns scored, three touchdowns allowed. And this, this is not through week two. We're halfway through the season already. Well, Hench and I, we watch Patriots games, and the tradition is Brady looks terrible the first quarter and a half. Mm-hmm. Hench gets upset, starts texting me about, uh-oh, Gramps, Gramps is looking bad, all that stuff. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know, it's terrible. And then we were saying, like, actually, this is smart by Brady. He's trying to get off the field so the defense can score. <laughs> we're, 
we're making those jokes. And then Brady, it takes him an hour, but he warms up, starts throwing BBs. He's fine. Right. Um, but this, I've never seen anything like this, Patsy. This is it's pretty phenomenal. And they all seem to have a vendetta like, oh, he was, who was it? Collins was cut by the Browns. So yeah. he's gonna, we're going to focus on him. Everyone, I don't know how everyone had, seems to have been cut by whoever they're playing, the Jets or whatever, and they, they uh, dominate. Incredible. I was actually surprised that nobody had gotten to 200 points. Well, yeah, I can't remember. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Who would it be in the last 19 it years? It made sense as I was going through it because I was looking at each of the teams. They, it's funny. There were a couple of chief seasons where they were must have gotten some special team stuff. Right. There was a bear season. Devin Hester, yeah. People were always in like the one, 150 to 180 range, but mm -hmm. to – they might have a chance to finish with, I don't know, 230, 240, 250. The, the schedule is going to get harder. It gets a little harder, but they, they show up every week. They really didn't let down. That's the one thing you may have made a case for that, all right, uh, eventually has to let down, and why not on a short week after murdering the Jets? But then you think, well, they played half the game Monday night. What does it matter? What was your take on all the Tom Brady stuff this week about him? I don't this know. Isn't could be it all his nonsense? last year or whatever. Yeah, I I felt like it was until nonsense. it's proven otherwise. I just felt like a non-story to me, but I th I think it was a boring week, and it, it people start dusting off their uh, ah, what would get a full cycle of stories, you know, dustbin, and it's like Tom Brady sold his house. Yeah, he's going to be here next year. It's like it. Well, he was selling his house two months ago. Does it bum you out that he doesn't address it though? Like uh, like. Jerry Jones, I root for the Cowboys. Jerry Jones addresses it all the time. As soon as there's any speculation that Jason Garrett's going to be fired or someone's not going to get paid, he's right on it. The, the spit on your lip isn't dry, and he's addressing it in some kind of press conference. You're like, all right, Jerry, just shut up. Would you like to see a little bit of that just to no. e ease everyone's nerves? No. First of all, I support my six-time Super Bowl champ, Tom Brady. Uh, it's a leverage thing. He's not going to be – so if he says, look – I'm either right. retiring in New England or I'm retiring. Now mm -hmm. he's just cut his whatever in half. I, you yeah. know, I, think I always think it's a leverage thing too, but Jerry Jones answers every single question. He still has a, a billion dollars, but I guess it's different for the player. All of this started because of the stupid Paul Rudd show and the green screen or whatever the fuck happened. <laughs> Annoying. Who do you think, uh, who do you think loses first the Patriots or the Niners? Because um, the bit, Russell and I did this bit and the Pats have a much harder schedule next five games. And it's the actually Niners, realistic. The Niners could be the last undefeated team. They do play the Niners at, I mean, uh, the Seahawks at home in two weeks. Right. You're saying this when this is a win over these Thursday games are so rotten. You, you, you just don't know. Like, couldn't they not show up against Arizona or that's, that's bulletproof. I don't know what to make. I got to say, I don't know what to make of them anymore. I thought the Panthers were going to catch them today. And if you watch that one game, that was about as an impressive of a game as anyone's played this whole season. Everyone says they're just faster than than all other They teams. seemed way faster. They seemed so fast on both mm -hmm. sides of the ball. That was the first time I really started to take the Garoppolo-Brady Super Bowl seriously. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought Carolina was going to win that game. It was 14-3 to in five seconds. Bosa was all over the place. I mean- he might be the best defensive, not just rookie in the league, but he might be the most destructive defensive player in the league right now. He, he is. They could not not keep him off the quarterback today. And yep. he had a pick, too. 
But I thought he had pneumonia from uh, from sliding in the rain yesterday uh, last week to celebrate, but he came back stronger than ever. They're Phenomenal. also they're you know I think the Redskins rain game last week threw people off the scent, including myself, because yep. that was such an ugly game. Garoppolo couldn't even hold the ball. It threw me off too. Yep. But they trade for Emmanuel good. Sanders. Debo Samuel is healthy again, so now all of a sudden they have two receivers who actually are a little dangerous and can get open. And then the Tevin Coleman thing. They're him and Brita. They're t- the the two running backs are fucking fast. Yep. Coleman's fast, and uh, I just and thought their speed was impressive. Like Cal- Shanahan is crazy, like two like jet sweep, like jet sweep plays that turn into counter plays, and yeah, they had like two hundred thirty yards rushing. Coleman looks as fast as uh McCaffrey, and it's like yeah, what's he does. Gonna, what what happens if that's the case? And Jimmy G is like the gets fourth billing on this team beside. Behind the Boses and Coleman and, and just the defense. It's it's really weird how it's working out for them. He throws his two bad passes a game. Mm-hmm. But most most QBs do that. But for the most part, I think the one thing that he's really underrated at, which is something that the young Brady was really good at, is his play action stuff, his misdirection. Everything's just really polished. You know, and it's really hard to figure out what they're doing game play to play. That's uh that was something that Brady, who I think really didn't start to turn into Brady until 05, 06, just as like game to game, somebody who could potentially throw for 400 yards, that kind of stuff. Right. But he was always good at like the little stuff. And it, and that was why in 01, when he, when he took over from Bledsoe and then it was the big Brady or Bledsoe thing, I, I used to hate watching Bledsoe because you always knew what the Patriots were going to do every play by how he, you were from in Dallas. Sure. It would take him seven seconds just to fake the play action. Yep. He was so slow just getting to the running back and then turning. And he just wasn't crisp with that stuff. And I, I think Jimmy's crisp. Yeah. So, and, but I'll say this the, for, for them to be undefeated at this point in the year, eight, uh, seven and oh, how many touchdowns would you think George Kittle would have to have at this point? Oh, my he God. Has one. I know. They're doing it. They're doing it a wacky way and it's working. He's still. When you're watching the games, he's still present. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's he makes plays and he's bouncing off dudes and the whole thing. Yeah. It's uh that NFC is really crazy because they're undefeated. The Packers and Saints both look, you know, a little bit Super Bowl worthy here through eight weeks. I think you could have a good argument which team you like more of those two. And then Minnesota's like quietly six and two. Yeah. And don't count out the Rams. The Rams are, you know, they, they're going to get their swagger back. And I think my team is good, but not not amongst those top four that you just named. Yeah, I think one, I think that's a one playoff team division, unfortunately for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's how it plays out. I want to talk about that, but one more thing before we move on. Could we have bet, I wish we could have bet that the Chargers-Bears game was going to end in a missed kick. <laughs> you could have said miscarriage too because miscarriage. It was, it was yeah. a miscarriage of football that entire game. Oh my god. That what oh. a wonderful game that was. The the Bears fans booing the Bears off the field at halftime was glorious. They're just so good. angry. And then uh and then Trubisky, every time they must think they're out on him, he'll do a couple plays that just give you like, oh, maybe right. he's finally getting it, like the little light bulbs going off. Mm-hmm. And then they screwed it up anyway. Yeah, the Bears kicker yet again. It's unbelievable. Well, I just, uh, all these kickers, I just don't get it. And the Chargers kicker missed too. It was just, it was just a matter of who had the ball last. It was yeah. going to attempt the last kick. But 
I still don't buy it. Like I could, a lot of people like, how are they not 32 great quarterbacks in this country that can run an offense? But I could get it a little bit, you know, I get it. The playbook is tough. It's vast. Right. They're throwing all sorts of defenses at you. 32 kickers should not be hard to get. This is the third week in October. The weather was fine there. It wasn't pouring. It wasn't cold. Kick. I, I just don't get that we can't find 32 kickers. It's like if you said we can't, we have 32 pilots that could fly planes. Like if planes were going down left and right, like, oh, it's hard to find fly a plane. Only like 20 guys can do it. Like that seems way harder than kicking a ball through the uprights. It really does. And why can't we find 32 punters with long hair like the guy in the Browns? That's fun too. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that guy. I think we can. I, he, <laughs> he needs to go ponytail one of these games. Yeah, right. Really go to the next level. I thought the Bears-Chargers game, going into it, you just knew it was going to be weird. It was even weirder than I ever imagined. And mm-hmm. even after the Chargers were celebrating, I, I don't even know if you can celebrate that win. It's more, you kind of, you're escaping the scene of the crime. Yeah. Basically. But uh, man, we we were on this before the season. We did not understand the Bears over under, remember? Right. And I was like, fuck that. The Bears are going to be good again. This is stupid. And as always, Vegas knew. Yep. They sniffed out something. I don't, I really genuinely, passionately dislike the coach's offense on the Bears. And, it's not fun. And yeah. all the fucking weird misdirections, stupid shit, and everything's going to the sides. Nothing's ever going forward. I just don't get it. It's not a real offense. Right. So it's and a bunch yet, of gimmick Montgomery, trick like shit. You said, had- had a good game, but yeah, negative for the half the time I'm watching a Bears game, I'm screaming that he should give away his coach of the year award from last year. It's like when playing Madden with my son when he just he wants to run trick plays because they're more fun. Mm-hmm. Like Ben, don't run a reverse. I'm gonna. You, this is gonna be minus eight. Don't do it yeah, again. Right. <laughs> and he's like, I watch. It. It's like, oh, flea flicker. I'm. I, I call the blitz. You do the flea flicker. I'm gonna sack you in the flea flicker. Ah, watch this. I'm gonna outsmart you. So you're not outsmarting anyone. Just go forward. That's uh, why I like yeah. Josh Jacobs. He just runs forward. He gets five yards. Yeah. He's solid. Uh, can I give you the the uh, AFC North? Nine and 19. Wow. Five and 15 outside their division. Not to be outdone, the NFC East is 11 and 20, six and 15 outside their division. <laughs> you don't have to talk about that. Meanwhile, the NFC West is now 21, nine and one. 18, six and one outside their division. Wow. This is just, this is turning into a real weirdo season. Yeah. I don't get it. That was, that was one great stat. The other one is, uh, they ran a stat during the Pats game. Tom Brady, seven different 10 plus game win streaks in his career. Seven different times. He's won at least 10 games in a row. Uh, That's insane. Come on, Sal. I don't like that. Give me another one. I don't like that stat. Um, all right. Well, here's another one. This isn't really a stat, but it was announced. We actually, we signed a sponsor for you. Who? Well, Denver is officially your 2019 fuck job team. Nice. And we've gotten Bob's butt plugs as your sponsor. <laughs> for, is that for right? Denver, I've been the trying to negotiate yeah, Bob's with them for years. They, ju- they finally uh, relented. Right wow. now. You can get $10 off your first order from Bob's Butt Plugs if you bet on Denver next week. <laughs> so congrats. Congrats, Sal. It's great. Make sure you your son introduced you to them, but be honest. Bob, Bob's Butt Plugs. 
You better found it online. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's take one more break. Then we'll do guest lines. Let's take a break. Talk about Square. They make that little white reader that lets anyone take credit cards. They sent Kyle one. Yeah. You have it's a Square. It's what incredible. are you gonna do? Are you gonna bring it to the dark room? I'll bring it. I'll bring it wherever. I just gotta get my ten ninety nine filled out, and then I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> hit the road. There you go. Running and growing a business takes so much more than payments, which is why Square built so many more tools that can help like point-of-sale software for restaurants, retail businesses, and salons, easy-to-build websites to help you sell online, access to business loans to help you manage your cash flow, purchasing equipment, or whatever it is you need to grow your business. Their payments are still the best in the business. No complicated contracts or weird fees. You always get your money fast, even instantly. So whether you're an online retailer, a restaurant owner, a hairstylist, a skydiving teacher, whatever, Square has tools that can help you no matter what size or stage of business you're at. Kyle, you can maybe people can just you do tracks. Well, it could I be might, like a <laughs> yeah, that's they just pay you for your hip hop tracks. Yeah, I might give it to my barber. There are some people that have like nonprofits that maybe I'll send to like a cool one. I don't know. This is great. It's cool though. I'm gonna hold on to it for a minute. See all the ways Square could take your business from square one to whatever's next at square.com slash go slash BS loan subject to credit approval and issued by Celtic Bank member FDIC. All right, this is a pretty brutal slate, except for the Sunday night game. This is about as uninspiring. If there was ever a week to go to your kids' games, hit the pumpkin patch with Chris Ryan, uh, <laughs> go go buy some syrup in the woods, whatever you want to do instead of watching football, I would recommend this weekend. Thursday yeah. night, 49ers are at the cards. You know, you're not wrong that this is the sneaky oh, we get through this and then we start focusing on Seattle uh, looking ahead game. But I still think the 49ers are favored by six. What do you have? Uh, I said seven. It's actually seven and a half. Vegas isn't screwing around with this Niners team. They've lost too much money on them. They made it high. But uh, yeah, I do caution you. Like, I think I ran a stat the other day. Like The winner of this Thursday night game scores an average of 20 points. So when you're given seven, or you're laying 16 like the Vikings were the other day. You, you might want to think of the underdog, even if it doesn't make sense. Can we put this in the teaser basket? Yes, I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think I picked for the Sunday marquee game? Um. Well, it, if Mahomes plays, it should be Minnesota at Kansas City. That's what I had. Okay. So how do we get guess- something that he's definitely ready for week 10? But don't, don't you think he's going to play? Yeah, so how, how, what's the ruling on guessing the line for this? Well, there's no line, so it's okay. just yeah, so I would have said I, Vikings by three if he doesn't play, and I mm-hmm. would say Chiefs by four if he does play. That's exactly what I said. I had Chiefs by four if he doesn't play, and he's uh, if he does play, and yes, he's worth about eight or eight and a half points to the line. But we got to give a little shout-out to Matt Moore tonight. He did all right. He was good. He did some good throws. I was impressed. He was no Aaron Rodgers. God, Aaron Rodgers. That rolling right, that pass in the end, back in the end zone to jo- to Aaron yeah, Jones. Yeah, was insane. That Is was he great. even the best Aaron on the team, Rodgers? I don't know. It's a, he's the one Aaron 1B. Could be third in the league. Matt Moore for years and years and years has been my favorite kind of tweener, not quite a starter, but too good to be a backup right, quarterback. Yeah. I, I remember I bet on him that that uh, playoff game I think they played Pittsburgh. And I was really convinced he had a chance. When Tannehill went down for the Dolphins, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was really convinced Matt Moore was, you know, people were sleeping on him. And then I Crushed, think he got right? con- yeah, he got concussed like yeah. first quarter. It was brutal. But Matt Moore, 15 and 16 now, lifetime. So he's not terrible. Hmm. The watchables, I only have two. 
Eagles Bears. I think this is our first loser leaves town match. I think this is officially we're here. Week nine. Loser nah. leaves town. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles Bears. Loser leaves town. Well, the Eagles are four and four and they still have to play the Cowboys. I mean, they're only a game behind right now, right? Or half game. What is it? See, I knew you would do this. You have no <laughs> well, faith you're in your team. Read the schedule anyway. So you think if the Eagles are four and five, they're still going to make the playoffs? I think if they had lost this uh, to the Bills, this would be loser leaves town. Man, I'm so I'm just dying to have a loser leaves town match. I know you are. Eagles home for uh, the Trubiscaholics. I heard from a lot of Bears fans after we made fun of the Trubiscaholics last like week. It. Yeah, because they were like. We all think he stinks. We're not recovering from anything. Like, stop making it no, seem. They and don't I was all like, no. You, I was like, first of all, that's not true. Right. You still, you still deep down believe, and you're still hoping mm-hmm. that he's going to be good. So don't lie. Um, but they, they were saying. I think at some point we were calling them the Trubisky Truthers. Right. Yeah. And they were saying that actually makes more sense because the Trubiskaholics insinuates that it's over. And now I they're see. rebuilding their life and they're a Trubiskaholic. I see. But the Trubisky truthers are the people yeah, who still believe. Trubisky truthers is good. What do you no, like? I like that. Kyle, which one do you like? Labeled. Trubiskaholic rolls off the tongue a little better. I like Trubiskaholics better. Kyle likes Trubiskaholics. <laughs> I think maybe because it makes him want to drink. <laughs> Kyle, by the way, producing this podcast with a heavy heart today, the week the Patriots finally cut ties with Josh Gordon. Sad oh, that's times. right. That's yeah. a lot of jerseys. Uh, wasted jerseys. Sad right? times. Not wasted. No. As okay. Kyle pointed out, not wasted. I mean, he is the same guy with the One Shining Podcast tattoo. <laughs> so <laughs> he wears that with the Josh Gordon <laughs> jersey. I think he's fine. Colts, Steelers in Pittsburgh. Wait, we didn't, you didn't guess the line, I don't think, did you? Oh, e- I'm sorry. I have Eagles by four. Yeah, you get I I went way high. I'm down, way down on this Bears team. I said seven. It's four and a half. So you get that one. You said seven? Yeah. I'm sick of that. I don't think Chicago could go on the road. and can, It's not the same team. You could, you could talk about the defense and Mac and everything. It's just not, they're not there. Well, ironically, the Eagles were able to look good this week, partly because their secondary is not good, but it didn't matter because Josh Allen was the other quarterback. Right. Exactly. They're in the same spot this week with Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I also think they might have stumbled into something with Miles Sanders. They're not stumbled. They drafted him. They were expecting to be, but it might have been a, it, it might have been a tipping point week for him. Yeah, the rookie running backs are fun this year. The rookie running backs in general are starting to come up. Mm-hmm. Colts, Steelers, and Pittsburgh. The Colts thing, even I'm gonna admit, this is now a blackjack table where everybody's got green chips and black chips. The dealers saying how happy she is for everybody. They've turned the they've turned the light on over the table, and it's two thirty in the morning. One of one of your friends is practically passed out at first base. Walk away. I'm almost out of cigarettes. Right. I can barely speak. It's like it might be time to get up <laughs> for for Betty on the Colts. I don't know how. I don't know what else could happen at this point. And they didn't even cover this week, but they covered the teases in the parlays. Right. But. uh Colts at Steelers. We'll learn a lot about the Steelers during that Miami game. If they have, if they're any good at all, they should take care of business against mm-hmm. the Dolphins. And then, you know, they they could be four and four after this Colts game. So, no, I- they're two. 
Aren't they? Uh, they're two they're and four. Two and four now, right? Yeah, but they beat Miami, and then they beat if they beat the Colts, oh, they're I suddenly you. four and gotcha. four after the Colts game. Yeah, I have the Colts by three. All right, so you have the Colts by three. You're gonna get this. I said Pittsburgh by two. We went head to head here. Jesus, but you're gonna get it because it's it's Colts by one. Mm. You were closer, but this is all you need to know. Like Vegas doesn't trust them either. Vegas says this is a basically a pick 'em game. The two and four team against the five and two team. The playoff team against a team that doesn't have a chance. Well, I have uh, watched as much Colts as any team except for the Pats, right. and I don't get it either. The advanced metrics, they're not lying. The Colts <laughs> are like, you know, 25th in DVOA or something. And uh, yeah. and every game they've played has come down to the last 10 minutes. I, the defense doesn't give up big plays. I'll say that. Brissett keeps them alive. Like you said, I don't know. I don't think Andrew Luck makes that play. Like, is no, he does enough to get out of the end zone. They, he does other things, obviously. But I, so. if there was an impressive thing about today, is that they won without, uh, not only without playing well, but with having everything go against them, they still won, which I think mm-hmm. feels like a good sign. But I could sure. also, I think, just be careful. <laughs> don't look at this line and be like, wow, I'm only laying a point with the Colts. Like, this is a team, whoever they're playing with, the other team hangs around. And yep. the Colts have been able to make big plays. All right, the barely watchables. We have uh, six games. All of them. Texans at Jaguars. I have the Texans by two and a half. By the way, J.J. Watt out for the year. So the Texans losing dudes. Is he out for the year? They just said it? Wow. Well, he is a torn pack. I would assume that's. All right. Well, now well, now, what do I do here? Do I, do I, uh, do I just guess that you know that this game is in London or do I tell you about it and ask you to recalibrate your line? Is it really in London? It really is. <laughs> really? Early 6.30 a.m. Sunday. 6.30 our time? 6.30 our time. Early game. Well, those are your favorites. I love it. All right. Now that I know it's in London, I'm going to say Texans by four. All right. See, see what I did there? I'm, I'm a genius. I said Texans by two and a half and it's two. Stole it right there from you. Wow. <laughs> so they think that doesn't make sense. I thought neutral field. I don't understand that. Houston five and three. Jacksonville four and four. People think that Jags are good. I don't get it either. What's uh, Watson was poked in the eye. Looks like he was never coming off the field. Let, let's move on because your and- boy G Minshew, I'll say 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. Is that possible? Is that true? Yeah. So he's still in the rookie of the year for offense battle. He has to be. Him and Josh Jacobs. He comes up. Jacobs comes up. I think they'll still like Kyle Murray. But Mm. by the way, uh, one beef real quick. I didn't get to see a lot. I saw the Jacksonville Jet highlights. You know why? Because they had nine freaking games again. Yeah. Um, And I mean, when they can't even accommodate the Sunday ticket who runs all the game, like that's all you need to know. Sunday ticket has an eight channel or eight game channel. Yeah. And they have too many games for that. Like get in sync with your, your, your provider here. This is crazy. Do I usually, four, not night and three. I set up the favorite channels on direct TV so I yeah. could just have all the football games. And then I pick like the custom channel. So mm-hmm. I had all the eight games and it's usually from seven Oh five to seven twelve. Yeah. But then you have to add the CBS Fox game, take off the one that's blacked out. Right. Go to a it's, new channel. It's yeah. like six minutes. God forbid they just did this for us. Oh, man. But um, so I, I set it all up, watching the games. 
And then somebody on like Tennessee made a play and it was on the red zone. And I'm like, where the fuck is that game? I didn't even know that game was happening. Yeah, that was the one. And that, that was, was on 713. It's like, oh God. So now I got to go back in the favorite channels and add, right. add that game. And that turned out to be one of the most fun games. It's always fun when Jameis drops back and he can throw a pick at, at any time. It's great. Jameis is kind of all things considered the most exciting quarterback in the league. Absolutely. There's every outcome in play at all times, including <laughs> a couple that we had today where he just chucks it downfield and Mike Evans catches a 60-yard pass. Phenomenal catches. One's better than the other. Yeah, and then the next play, he'll scramble, he'll juke three guys, and then he'll fumble. Mm. Yep. Unbelievable. He's good. I don't know if these catches should count. Evans always has his shirt untucked, but I guess they're going to let it go. I, so I've had Evans and Goodwin and fantasy all year, or Godwin and fantasy Godwin. all year. And uh, I start them both and it's, you're not supposed to do it. But what's weird is one of them has a big week each week. And it's just, instead of having the frustrating thing where you have DeAndre Hopkins on the week where it's three for 40, mm-hmm. I just have these two Tampa guys that every week they add up to like 25 to 40. I was just going to say, you're going to, if you could, if you could, Tell me now that I'm going to get 25 points between two receivers. You take, take it, it, right? So yeah. each week they get there somehow, and I mm-hmm. don't care who gets there. Today right. it was Evans. Uh, we did Panthers, Titans, Raiders home for the Lions. Is this a loser leaves town match? Three, three, and one versus three and four. It's a loser leaves. I think maybe for Detroit, but don't, I still think nine and seven wins the West. Uh, Casey's going to win the West. This is probably loser leaves town. Yeah, Detroit. They're fun, though, Oakland. I, I would say this is, um, what do you have? This is barely watchable. Yeah, I you, like this game. You could have talked me into this being a watchable. I like this game, yeah. I'll watch it. I have Raiders by three. Um, I think we split this. I said Raiders by one. It's Raiders by two. Ironically, the Ra- Raiders are a Khalil Mack short because they can't yeah. get stops, but they're, Every other part of them is in the game and they can hang with just about anybody and they have some good players, but when they absolutely need a stop, they can't get it. They're one guy short. So maybe they'll get it. You want to watch, you want to like root for a team like the Raiders? Have like, have Waller on your uh, fantasy team. Yeah. Waller's been good. That guy's exciting. He's like Kittle of last year. Yeah. He was one of those rare fantasy sleepers that everybody was saying was a fantasy sleeper. Mm-hmm. Which usually means they're not a fantasy sleeper. Well, I think they fell was. in love with him on the hard knocks, right? They they focused on him a lot. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Bucks, they're playing in Seattle this week, and the Bucks are just living to ruin your tease. We're throwing the Seahawks mm-hmm. in the teaser basket wherever this lands. I have Seahawks by seven over the Bucks. Yeah, you edge me out here. I had seven and a half. It's six and a half. So you get it. Seahawks center is out. Seahawks center Justin out? Britt out for the year, so that's rough. Do we see the Russell Wilson hustle and bustle running for your life version? Because that, that could be bad. Well, we how long have we done this? The thirteenth year we've done the pod. Mm-hmm. We have noticed over the years that losing the center seems to be catastrophic. Right. That every time that happens, it's never really that good. Yeah, keep an eye on that one. Seattle might have missed their window here. They lost that game last week, and now the Rams have a little momentum again. And suddenly, they, if you're picking who are your favorite teams in the NFC West, I think Seattle's third. And they have to play the Rams in in L.A. or wherever we are. Yeah, yeah. I I think the Rams make a move, and Seattle falls behind. Well, our next game, we're gonna have to do a little gimmick for. 
Denver is hosting Cleveland. <laughs> um, I thought I thought we'd actually have to debate this one in a specific way. So we're gonna flip a coin to see who goes first. Do you want heads or tails, Sal? I'll take tails. All right. Hey Google, flip a coin. It landed on tails. Oh. Yes. Thank you, Google. You win. There you go. Okay. Well, I went. I thought we, we. I didn't even guess the line. I won no, already. You can, No, here it is. It's Denver, Cleveland. You get to pick a coach to to be your coach for this game. Oh, Do you man. pick Vic Fanny Pack Fangio or Freddie Five Finger Kitchens? <laughs> Who do you have? Uh oh man, it's so bad. Google flip a coin again. <laughs> I can't do this. I gotta go Fangio. I think that's the right move. That'd be funny <laughs> if Google added that to uh to the to the Google's uh, rolling her eyes right now. Would you rather have Fanny Pack Fangio or Freddie Five Finger Kitchens? Well, I don't want to start the game with eighty yards and penalties, and that's a, that's a guarantee for the Browns. I know their skill players are you know probably better, but. We're just not going to see Odell Beckham with three 80-yard touchdowns anymore, right? That isn't that, that's what everyone's waiting for. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I, I think Fanny Pack Fangio is the right choice. I have the Broncos at home favored by two and a half over the Browns. I get this one. I said one. It's one and a half. Pretty close. Not sure the Browns should be getting respect by anyone in any game on the road against really anybody except the bottom five. Teams. Let's not bet this. I know Stay the, away. Don't the do NFL it. screws us and gives us only like three late afternoon games. And we feel like we have to bet them all, but let's stay away. I I was thinking during this game, Cortland Sutton is my, I feel bad for that guy, guy this season. Oh yeah. I, I think he's, I think he might be good mm -hmm. and he can get open and make plays, but Joe Flacco's his quarterback and Vic Fangio's his coach, and the destiny of that team is just to score 13 points a game. I just right, feel bad right. for the guy. Yeah, I do too. Who else, who else is on your? I feel for bad well, for the guy All-Stars. You, you know what? Because I met him this week, Pete Alonzo. I met Pete Alonzo. That, uh, that was my highlight of Brooklyn, if you must ask. I Meeting Pete Alonzo. You met a, yeah, I did a comedy bit for, for Kimmel. And I met him, and he was very nice. And you know, then I take a picture with him. I make the mistake of taking a picture with him. And all these guys are a foot taller than me. What am I going to do? I think I'm just going to stop taking pictures anymore. Like, it's bad enough I'm photographed with my son who's six foot one. But I took a picture with Pete Alonzo. I took a picture with Howie Long and Strahan and those guys when I did Thursday. And then I have to read the comments like, oh, it's take your son to work. Day. Like, enough. I'm not doing it anymore. Fine. I get to meet these guys. Maybe you should do the Tom Cruise and get like the Nikes with the four inch heels. <laughs> Maybe I should interview uh, horse jockeys. <laughs> and then, then, then I'll be all right. Although they're on the horse when they're being interviewed, right? That, listen, you might as well be your sixth job. There you you have five jobs. Just add that. <laughs> Just like Cousin Sal is now uh, the sideline reporter for the Triple Crown. Yeah, I'm done. You ride a horse, pop up next to the jockeys. I'm done taking pictures with these monsters. Last barely watchables game, Packers at Chargers. You know, I got I, I made a mistake. This should have been a watchables because every Chargers game is watchable because it comes down the last minute and then they fuck it up or the other team fucks it up. This should be watchable in an unironic way for if the damn Chargers can get their shit together. Yeah. It's so funny how much better Austin Eckler is than Melvin Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I, I don't understand what they're doing. Like, just admit what we all can see with our eyes. Austin Eckler is really, really exciting. And I wish mm -hmm. he was on the Patriots. Wish the Patriots would trade for him. 
Yeah. Oh, they'll get him. <laughs> the Patriots should just trade for all the mid-level receivers, right? You get yeah. Muhammad Sanu. Every, everybody who gets like 800 yards and five touchdowns. That should be – the Patriots could afford a sixth or seventh rounder for all those guys, right? We didn't get Muhammad Sanu. We got Muhammad Sanu Sr. Oh, you got the senior. Yeah, you got the old man. It's our first senior. Is it really? Yeah, he was – First, a couple great side effects. I didn't know with the Sanu trade. I mean, first of all, exciting to have somebody who can get open on a third and eight. That's not mm -hmm. Edelman. But the senior on the jersey, that was our first senior. And Kyle and I were doing Sanu senior jokes all day. <laughs> and then when he made a huge catch. Jamie Collins is a senior too. Does he have the senior on the jersey he though? Does. Does I never know. noticed that. He does now. Oh, man. Kyle, do you have Josh Gordon senior or do you just, <laughs> you drop it? <laughs> He's the uh, he made a big catch today, and the crowd was doing the snoo, snoo. Oh, yeah. It sounds like boo. Mm -hmm. We haven't had a guy like that, um, offensively in a while, so I was excited for that. Now do the snoo. You had some Red Sox like that, right? Well, Lou Merloni was that who you did? I mean, I you have it with every team, right? right. Anybody whose name goes with ooh, you ever the crowd does yeah. it, it's fun. Um, all right. I have uh, Packers by four over the Chargers. I got this exactly three and a half. So I was thinking, how many Packers fans did this game out of 30,000? Like 27? 27,000 out of yeah, 30? It'll, it'll be as much as the Steelers, right? Maybe even more. So why, yeah. why, why isn't this just a Packers home game? Why isn't this Packers by eight? Oh, I see. Well, because they still have to travel, right? I guess, but man, it's that that should be worth four points. Yeah, this yeah, line, you're this right. Line feels I mean, low I know me. it's not worth three. That that what's the, the typically you get three point home field advantage. The Chargers get uh, probably negative one, right? Yeah, we have uh, two spectacular poop fecta games. Yeah, Bills Redskins. It's pretty wonderful. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen against Case Keenum and. Daniel Snyder against whoever the hell owns the Bills. Oh man, the Bills, Bills Mafia trying to get riled up, but the Redskins. You have a Buffalo on one side. You have Redskins, which is a Native American slur, on the other side. There's some bad blood there. Right. Um, and this is going to be a really awful game, and I plan on watching none of it. I have the Bills by seven. Oh, I went higher, nine and a half. Vegas has it as ten and a half. Now, see, that's too high. The Redskins' defense is actually pretty good. They've had two straight good weeks, I feel like. Don't you think? Like I said, that Thursday game screws everything up. Yeah. The, the good team doesn't, you know, it's like a good boxer is just going in there. So it's, it's, it's John Jones getting the decision. It's like, oh, man, why didn't he knock him out kind of thing. But uh, oh, we have Canelo Kovalev, by the way. Oh, that's fun. That's Saturday, right? That's next Saturday, yeah. I'm actually excited about that fight. All right, well, we're putting – see, man, I don't know. That could be more interesting than just dumping money on Canelo this week. Huh? I Kovalev, I will always be scared of. The guy could be 50, and I would not want to bet against right. him. It's one of those guys. That, that could be a good fight. It, it's going to be a style that Canelo might not deal with uh, too kindly. I'm so. having Chris Mannix on Tuesday, and we're going to break it down. All right. Uh, the other poop fecta game. This is really wonderful. The Dolphins are home. They're hosting hosting uh, Sam Ghostface Darnold in the New York Jets. <laughs> the Patriots have ruined yet another young QB. So add him to the list. 
we take we take their faces and we just put them on a wall. Ugh. The butt fumble that happened against the Patriots. Yep. The Sanchez. ghost game, Sam Darnold. I'm sure there's been more. I'm just really tired and groggy. I could list more quarterbacks that we've ruined. I felt really bad because I was there in Brooklyn with with the Kimmel crew and some of the like the PAs, the guys who don't make a lot of money, they scrounged some cash together and went to see that game. And they oh, got man. there like a couple minutes late and they missed. It was all terrible. For it was them. already over. It was already over. And I was like, oh, you just wasted a night in New York. Congratulations. I have Jets minus three over the Dolphins. No, I went higher. I said six. It's five and a half. That's stupid. Well, they don't. I mean, Miami is a a, a college team at this point. I'm mean, Pittsburgh's laying. Who's Pittsburgh to lay two touchdowns? The against? Jets are awful. They they beat know. your stupid team. I know. It basically came down to your stupid team didn't get it on fourth and one, and then right. Darnold threw a ninety-two yard touchdown, and then the Jets held on the rest of the game. That it was, was a bad five minute, like real. Yeah, five that was stupid. Thing. That's mm-hmm. it. and then we all thought, oh, the Jets. It's like no, no. And also, they might no. make trades. They're talking about trading Robbie Anderson and uh, who else? Somebody else. Robbie Anderson. <laughs> that sounds like a jersey for Kyle. Yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> no senior on that bad boy. Kyle googles him. Is like, oh, he's had some issues. <laughs> Going at the NFL store. <laughs> off. Uh, uh, speaking of the Pats, Sunday night. Wait, I think you missed one. What did I miss? Did you do Tennessee, Carolina? Did we do that? No, I accidentally skipped it. That was in barely watchable. That's okay. You could skip it. It's not that good. <laughs> it's in Carolina. Panthers by four, I have. We'll split that. I said three. It's uh, three and a half. I'm excited for a week. Which which guy that you work with, Furman or Travis, will make the unironic, oh, suddenly Cam Newton's starting to look pretty good, huh? Now, isn't he? Yeah. Comment during the show. Is that tomorrow? Uh, but it'll be that feels tomorrow. like Clay Travis. Our buddy Damashek already did it on Twitter. Oh, he did? I'm starting to think. I don't know. I, do, do you just never play him if he's healthy? What do you do? Cam Newton? Yeah. You know, speaking of Damashek, I don't know what you do with Cam Newton. Hmm. Damashek wanted a running back for me because mm-hmm. I have a bunch of running backs. He wanted Daryl Henderson. He offered, made some bad deal offer. He wanted Daryl Henderson. He made you a bad offer for Daryl Henderson. What, what the <laughs> well, hell? Can that, I still feel like when Gurley finally stops playing, Daryl Henderson's going to be good. All right. Um, but at some point, so we're exchanging texts, and I'm like, he wanted Tevin Coleman too, and I'm like, what about, what about Mike Evans and Tevin Coleman? for DeAndre Hopkins in the Saints defense. He didn't want to do it. I, If I were him, I would have been bummed to part with the Saints defense, but I would have done the, the trade otherwise. I was looking at it like, I get DeAndre Hopkins, I can spare the running back. Sure. He yeah. didn't have a running back to play this week. So anyway, he turned that down and the two guys I offered him had 80 points. Right. Like literally they had 80 points or 70 points or whatever. Holy hell. Oh my God. Well, now you could sell high because Seven Coleman's not going to have uh, 34 points. Again. Banana splits. Um, <laughs> Patriots Ravens Sunday night. It's a fun one. Finally, finally. Does it matter that Lamar could cause some trouble or did you... Did you see that already with Josh Allen? What do you, Josh what Allen, Lamar Light, literally? I don't know. Uh, no. No. You're I think right this is... This? Who said Lamar Light? 
No, I'm just saying that, that you know, I was going to say you faced all pocket passers. All no, Lamar, so this is the easily the best quarterback they've played this right. year. Okay. All right. So you're nervous. I am nervous. I think the Ravens and the Pats, this has been the team. And I know the Giants fans, we're the Giants who win two Super Bowls against you. It's like, all right, you've sucked for most of the century. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Ravens, time and time again, have really given it to the Pats and had good games against us. Ray Rice, what seventy yard run? Yeah, they beat us in they beat us in a playoff game in New England. Mm-hmm. The thirty five to thirty one, the Julian Edelman Amendola pass game where they finally broke out the Edelman uh, receiver pass play. Uh, that game was fucking terrifying. Uh-huh. Flacco was never afraid to come in there, but we've just over the years, they we've had good games against them and Harbaugh and Belichick, I think really respect each other. This is so, a good one. This will be fun after a whole uh, afternoon of crap. We'll look forward to this one. And I'm sure Marcus Peters will get a pick. I'm already resigned to it. It <laughs> makes me mad. I know he's going to pick a pass. I have the Pats by four against Baltimore. You're closer here. I said five and a half. I was really, I've been really impressed with your team. But it's three and a half. Yeah, it's fair. I think it's fair. Six. Eight. You're done. Eight, six, including ties. Oh, man, you beat me. Well, I think the Browns, you know, granted, Freddie is going to be coaching a high school team next year. But the Nick Chubb thing, they got scared because he had the two fumbles early both of which were kind of fluky fumbles. One of them was happening because he was running. He thought he was running for a 70 yard touchdown, mm-hmm. got caught from behind shades of remember the Titans. Right. But, um, it just seemed like they could, re- I, I think teams can run on the paths is my point. And I think Baltimore is going to look at all the tape from the last few weeks and say, we are running on them. We're controlling the clock. We're- Who's had a good running game other than Chubb again? Le'Veon Bell hasn't. But it's if just you, so hard to say. You you get such a lead on everybody. Like the Yeah, but if you watch that Jets game last week, every time they actually gave the ball to Le'Veon Bell, it felt like he ran for five, six yards. Yeah. Yeah. It just he was like excited. They, he was, was excited Darnold wasn't throwing. He's like, I gotta let me make something of this. I am most afraid of teams running on us. What do you think, Kyle? Cause I, I just feel I feel like we can shut down any passing attack. But the running thing worries me. No. Um, well, you can't. It doesn't do it really all. worry I'm not, me. I'm not gonna feel bad for you. Just no. did ten minutes on how they had 200 fantasy points. And I, I'm not saying I'm staying up at night. I just think the recipe to beat this Patriots yeah. team is to run the ball and then try to hit the hell out of Brady and make him get rid of the ball too early. Right. Monday night, Cowboys Giants. All right. Now listen to me. I'll guess guess the line, and then I'll guess. I said seven. What'd you say? I have Cowboys by six. All right, seven and a half. But listen closely. Anybody, please. I don't care that Jason Garrett beat the Eagles last week. If he loses this game, if he loses to the two putrid New York teams, he's got to be out. He's got to be out. He has to. And I know they beat him earlier in the year, but they got. he has to finish him off. I. He's never getting fired. You're stuck with him for the rest of your life, just like you're stuck with your family. <laughs> and your wife's family and Jimmy's family and everybody else in your life, Jason Garrett is stuck in your life. It's unbelievable. He's going to be your coach he when can't he's lose. I, I already could see this losing this game. <sighs> well, congrats. You beat me. Um, all right. It is time for Parent Corner, brought to you by CarMax, the, 
the best way to buy a great used car. Find a right car for your family along with a little peace of mind. They have you covered. They only sell the best used cars. Every car in their carefully chosen inventory is CarMax certified. They rule out millions of cars with their vetting process. Select only the best to become CarMax certified. And they have your back with a worry-free limited warranty. 90 days or 4,000 miles, whichever comes first. Stop by your local CarMax for written details and discover how easy car buying can be at CarMax. Sal, you have the floor. All right. Well, this isn't too fascinating. I was gone all week. I was in Brooklyn. Um, my wife came with me for the first time. She came uh, like Wednesday through Saturday or Tuesday through Saturday. You know, she's never been there. Like for the, It's a fun experience. She knows everyone on the show. She also doesn't trust me on the road, but that's another story. Uh, but she got her, <laughs> uh, she got her father and his wife, her stepmother, to fly out and um, to watch our kids. And they're like quiet people. They're from the Midwest. They settled in Florida. They take a Zumba class. They go on walks and that's it. They really don't do a lot, but they're responsible and they're going to watch our kids. And I don't think they know what they got into. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, you have a 14 year old who not great about letting anyone know what she's doing or in yeah. my case, what my son is doing. Um, my wife has a tracker on her phone, so it's not as, as bad. She could figure it out, but they don't, they don't see him. They get nervous. There's that thing. Um, the other one won't, the, the middle child won't eat. He won't eat anything except he'll ravage the, uh, he'll ravage the, uh, the pantry and they go crazy for that. And he invites the neighbor kid over to also go through the pantry. And so they were flipping out about that. They're like, it, it's just, it's just off. Everything's off center. And then the little one, this little bastard keeps asking my father-in-law why he's not still married to his grandmother, grandma. <laughs> yeah. All throughout the weekend. And apparently didn't end all, all throughout the week. And so uh, I, that's really it. There's not, that's it. We called to check in. They're in the car. They're nice. They're shuttling the kids to practices, soccer practices and football practices. And they're all in the car. Uh, stepmother, father-in-law and uh, the three kids. And I'm like, hey, guys, how's it going? And the middle kid goes, you have to come home right now. You have to come home. Enough of this <laughs> with grandma. And they're right there. He's like, you need to come home right now. We can't have them. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so that's it. So if anyone wants to watch uh, Three Monsters, um, next year, if we go to Brooklyn, uh, please submit a resume. It's not going to take much. You just really know have to know how to drive. It's it. It sounds like there should be a parent version of CarMax, where it's people who can watch your kids for a week. Like oh yeah, guest that's parent good. Max. That could work. What'd you call it? it? I don't know. Guest parents for a week, Max. Guest yeah, parent like Max. That. The the fact that you did this to your wife's uh, parents was really kind of cruel. Yeah, it is to welcome somebody else into your insane world with that, you know, the two parents with the kids <laughs> together all the time. You don't realize how weird some of the stuff is until somebody else is in charge for a couple yeah. of days. And, uh, and they realize you like your middle son and younger son are feuding like for real. Yeah. Stuff for like sure. that. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad all week too. They did not handle that. Yeah. I don't know. I mentioned oh, and that then my little I took playing off last week. My son lost that election. Oh, he, he was bummed out and the little one was happy. And so they had to deal with that. Too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, well, playing off that, what welcoming people into your world. 
So we had a whole bunch of people here today because we were doing this State Farm shoot for post game after the Pats and mm -hmm. right after the Packers Chiefs. So we had probably like 10 to 12 ringer people here setting up in the back because we were filming stuff. And, uh, and I was like, I really hope my son doesn't look at this as an opportunity just to be, just, to, just to basically have an audience. <laughs> and, uh, and he and didn't, it, right? No, of course he did. And, <laughs> um, he got this new football that half of it is, is square. So you, you throw it like a spiral and then you, it, you know, and it bounces off the wall and bounces yeah. back to you. I would have mm -hmm. played with this for, I don't know, a thousand hours when I was a yeah. kid. How about you? Yeah, for sure. I would never stop. So he has that, and it came in the mail today for some reason. So he really wants to play, but in the backyard, you know, we have all these people, and there's cameras, and there's barbecue, and all this stuff. Didn't stop him. He's still whipping the ball off things and going around and just doing his thing. Smashing and, the propane lamps. Sm yeah, sm smashing the propane lamps, all that stuff. <laughs> it's like, all right, I, I knew this was going to happen. He's walking through. He's coming in. He's coming out. Around... I would say six o'clock. Now he's just in the t-shirt and his underwear. And uh, wait, how would you describe his underwear, Kyle? I think they're SpongeBob underwear. SpongeBob, SpongeBob underwear, not like tidy whities like a little longer. We have small briefs. You know, we have men, we have women here. It mm -hmm. doesn't stop him. So he's walking around, he's playing football, he's on the trampoline. And, uh, and just like, just Ben, put some pants on. No. No pants at all. So the good news is <laughs> he left his phone in the in the guest house. Uh which I was able to crack the code and I went and I looked through all his texts with his girlfriend, which I hadn't done in a while. That's great. And so who he calls Boo. And it's not just Boo, it's Boo in the address book. But there's a heart and smiley faces and all this stuff. So I, I, there was one text about she was talking about applying to schools and she was really nervous about getting in all this stuff. And Ben, Ben texts her back. You are the though. I don't, not English. And then <laughs> I really screwed because I'm not even sure I'll get into any other schools when I leave Willow's three hearts. I was like, you might be really screwed because you can't spell. And you're <laughs> turning 12 in a week. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Kyle and I, we looked through the text and we we're just a lot of heart emojis and we we're really laughing. So innocent love, it's the best. Uh, does Ben let me ask you, does Ben know does Ben know the stories you tell, the parent corner stories? It's unclear. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I worry about this. Like Yeah. Is Carmack's gonna pay for a coffin like when our kids <laughs> rebel and, and murder us? <laughs> I, I just know. feel like he'll get his revenge later. I mean, you could say I really screwed. Yeah, that sure. That's just bad. Yeah. I, I also really screwed. Yeah, four hearts. Why not? <laughs> four hearts. <laughs> Got to talk to Boo later. I'm just glad they're back together. Yeah. They good. really are an adorable couple. I ben and say. Boo. Yeah, Ben and Boo. I hope they make it. <laughs> um. Hey, remember, CarMax only sells the best used cars. They rule out millions of cars in their vetting process. Select only the best to become CarMax certified. Over 200 stores nationwide. More than 50,000 CarMax certified cars to choose from. They make it easy to find the perfect car for your family. They have your back with a seven-day money-back guarantee on every vehicle. No haggling, never any pressure to buy. Drive worry-free 90 days or 4,000 miles, whichever comes first with the CarMax limited warranty. Start the search for your next car 
at CarMax.com. What do you got to plug, cuz? All right, I'm on Fox Thursday night, the pregame show. It's going to be a Halloween edition. Uh, I don't know, locking in 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern every day on FS1. And against all odds, this Tuesday night, we'll go over the big games in the NFL. Harry is 6-1 and one in his, against the spread in some gold nugget contest or something. He's in currently in first place out of like 330 people. What so, is going uh, on with Harry exactly? Because it seems like he's had a lot of success yeah. on his Twitter feed. And this is somebody who his entire shtick was that he just lost money on terrible theses each week. What's happened? I know. I told him. I, I told him this is not good for you. You know, it's not good for your brand. You need to keep losing and not winning. Nobody likes this guy who wins all the time. I beat him in fantasy by 70 points today, so he's going to shut up about that. But yeah, I agree with you, right? He needs to he needs to rein it in or something. Or is he having a renaissance? Is this its own Ewing theory where he got rid of Ken? Oh, maybe. And now it's like he's a Ewing theory candidate now. Oh, interesting. Because I, I thought his whole thing was he always lost. He's the Ewing theory, but capital E-W. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Ewing theory. I'm sorry, Harry. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, by the way, last week you had you had the Kimmel, you had the Fox bit, and uh it was really fun. Jimmy oh, came out. Yeah, we celebrated the cousins bowl because Kirk Cousins came back and yeah. played his old team. And I involved uh, my cousin. Yeah. You Thank got, you. It was, it was what good. was it like to stand next to the guys in the field? It's good. They do a good you know, I always thought that, that they were on in the city where the game is, but they're only in New York all the time and they put jerseys behind them and make it look uh make it look like they're right there but uh yeah it was it was exciting to be there live i'll tell you what like you know the the i don't want to say the whole bit but whatever the idea was my cousin jimmy gave me a box to bring a uh, gifts to bring um howie michael and tony gonzalez and i had this box and howie didn't trust it at all i mean i could have put anything in that box he actually I, did look I, afraid of it he did, and I could have put, you know, Bob's dildos in that box. They wouldn't have known. <laughs> and then, uh, so I'm walking out to the set with him, and Howie's like, "Sal, what's in the box?" And I was like, "Well, really, it could be anything." And he's like, "What the fuck is in the box?" Right? <laughs> he freaked out. I was like, "I promise you're going to be underwhelmed." It's a, it ended up being personalized scarves, which was a nice gift, and like threw them off a little bit. So, Howie's from Charlestown. You don't want to fuck with him. That's true. Yeah, I don't want to. I he's don't like, fuck with him. Anyway. Like, he was like Brad Pitt in Seven. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Empty the box. Uh, what happened to the Cousins Bowl? The actual bowl? Uh, I don't know. I I have it somewhere. You want it? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a good prop. I liked it. Oh, good. All right. Well, we'll eat Halloween candy out of it. I think you should bring it to. Uh, to Corollas and see if Brad smashes it over somebody's head. <laughs> that wouldn't last three minutes. All right, cuz, as always, good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. All right, thanks to the cuz. Thanks to Nephew Kyle. Thanks to Square, more than the little white credit card reader, a whole system of tools built to run and grow any kind of business from point of sale and payroll to invoices and online stores. Go to square.com slash go slash BS to see all the ways you can take your business from square one to whatever's next. I'm excited to see Kyle take it to whatever's next. We are back Tuesday and then uh, and then again Thursday. Don't forget about the rewatchables going up late Wednesday night too with The Shining. And then Thursday, a little announcement about something that's coming that I am really excited about. So we'll tell you about that on Thursday. Until then. <laughs>